Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. Today, by the grace of God, we are going to consider a very crucial issue that God himself is pointing out to us. And what we'll be looking at is Lot went with him. We are considering an unholy companion on a holy pilgrimage. Lot, an unholy companion on a holy pilgrimage. From the book of Genesis, number 12, we saw a turning point in the life of Abraham. Which also might have happened to several of us. The point that we came to know Jesus, the point that the light of the glory, the, the, the glorious light that shines in the face of Jesus, the day that light beamed into our heart, into our lives, that day was a turning point in our lives. That day was the day we were declared to be born again. The same thing happened to Abraham. He was coming from idolatrous background. But because God has a purpose for his life, God chose to call him out of darkness into his marvelous light in order to show forth the praises of him that called him out of darkness into his marvelous light. The same thing applies to us when Jesus came into our lives. And like we all know, that a person cannot claim to have accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and remain the same way he was and remain the same place he was. Our coming to the, to the knowledge of Jesus usually wind us. I mean wind as when you wind a child from certain things, from certain places, from certain people. And we saw that in Genesis chapter 12. Said the Lord said to Abraham, go from your country. Go from your people. Depart from your father's household to the land I will show you. And we see the promises that followed. And I will transfer, I mean, I will summarize all of those, all those promises in this one statement. That I am going to transform you. I am going to transform you. It takes a man that has been transformed by God to be an agent of transformation in this world. If you have not experienced transformation yourself, you can never and never and will never be able to fulfill the purpose of God for the transformation of this world said, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. And all the peoples on earth shall be blessed through you. Meaning that I will transform you to be my agent for global transformation. Transformed to become agent of global transformation. That everywhere you go, things will never be the same again in that place. Any place you get to, things that have been turned upside down will begin to turn upside up. That is what God has called us to be. 
as Christians, as the church of God, that as we are located in this Ikoyi, God's expectation is that everything is, must, must change for good in this place. As Christians, wherever we go, we are God's agent of transformation and we see people that lived up to that expectation, even in the Bible and our contemporary time. You recollect Joseph, the son of Jacob. When he entered into the house of Potiphar, everything changed. You know why? He had been transformed. He had been blessed. He has been anointed to transform everywhere he goes. The same thing happened to him when he entered into the prison. Everyone in the prison was changed. The same thing happened the moment he entered into the palace. The trouble that the king had was resolved. And that was how the whole nation of Egypt and by extension the whole world was changed. It is my prayer that the purpose of God for calling you to, you will live to fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus. I hope you see now that when we are spending time to preach prosperity, there is nothing there. That is not the issue. Say, I will bless you. You can follow me and remain the same. I'm going to transform you. I'm going to change your story. I'm going to change. I'm going to give you a new song that you sing to the nation. I'm going to give you a new, I mean, I'm going to give you a new life that will manifest to the nation. So that was the case for Abraham. And like we saw in verse 5, I mean verse 4, the Bible says, So Abraham went. He went, he departed as the Lord had said to him. But something happened. Look at the last phrase. And Lot, no, last clause. Lot went with him. Lot went with him. You see now that it was a partial obedience. Depart from your father's household. I hope you remember Lot. He was his nephew. The son of his late brother. Whom he had taken responsibility to take care of. When you now go to chapter 13. You discover that everywhere Abraham went. This man also was going with him. Said, so Abraham went from Negev, that is from Egypt. And he went from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had. And Lot went with him. Do you notice that too? And Lot went, went with him. Look at verse 3. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, to the place between Bethel and High, where his tent had been earlier. And where he had first built an altar, there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Now look at verse 5. Very critical to me. You see, when you see the Bible repeating certain things, you need to pause and ask God to give you insight into that matter. I love the way NIV Bible puts it. Verse 5. Now, Lord who was moving about with Abraham? Lot, who was moving about, that is everywhere Abraham went, this man was just following him. He has so much attached himself to Abraham that he became inseparable from him. Everywhere Abraham went, 
Lot was moving about with him. Unfortunately for Abraham, he never knew that Lot was not a person once you move about with. Lot was not a person that you should have as a companion. You wonder why? Let's look at the Bible. I see three things about the attribute of this lot. And you will notice that, I mean, you will now come to agree with me that lot is an unholy companion. Look at verse 6 now. But the land could not support them while they stayed together. For their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. What do you notice about Lot? This Lot moving about with Abraham is a strong competitor. A strong competitor. As he moved about with Abraham, everything Abraham had, he must also have. And the two of them, now, they are now having great possessions that the land will no longer support them. I don't understand what the Bible means there. The land will no longer support them. Do you notice competition there now? The land will no longer support them. There's no time. Let's move forward. The second attribute of Lot that I saw. Look at verse 7. And quarreling arose between Abraham's herdsmen and Lot's. The Canaanites and the Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. Who was Lot again? Quarrelsome, controversial, and contentious man. And I read from the, from the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 9, that it is safer, it is better to dwell alone at the corner of the roof than share a house with a contentious woman. If you have a contentious woman as a wife, if you have a contentious man as a husband, a controversial person, that everything, a peace quarrel in everything, can there be peace in that house? No. If you have a controversial person as a member of a committee, can there be peace in that committee? You will never make, you will never make progress. Because the ample time you need to concentrate on moving forward, you'll be using to settle quarrel day by day. That was Lot. Brethren, that was not enough about Lot. So Abraham said to Lot, I'm already in verse 8 now, let's not have any quarreling, let's let not have quarreling between you and me or between your others and mine. For we are close relatives. You see, Abraham is now getting to understand who Lot is. For we are close relatives. For we are brethren. Was that the mind of Abraham when he took Lot? No. The mind of Abraham was that this is my son. Abraham thought that Lot 
we understand that now that his father had died, this my uncle, who happened to be the senior brother of my father, is old enough to be my father. Lot never saw Abraham as a father. He saw him as a close relative. And now Abraham is getting to understand who Lot is. Now, let's see. We'll look at it together. Let's part company. Okay, said, for we are close brethren and relatives. It's not the whole land before you. Let's part company. If you go to the left, I will go to the right. If you go to the right, I will go to the left. Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan towards Zohar was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord de- destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself. Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan while Lot lived among the cities. Can you imagine? He chose cities for himself. And he gave the rural area to his benefactor. Who is Lot? An exploiter. An opportunist. If you do not separate from Lot today, Lot will reduce you to nothing. Lot will render you unfulfilled. Lot will render you empty. And except God decides to intervene on your behalf, you will live a fruitless life. We are still speaking parable. Do you know who Lot is? To Moses, it was anger. The Lot that was going, the unholy companion that was moving about with Moses was anger. You remember the other day when he saw two Egyptians? I mean, he saw an Egyptian exploiting an Hebrew. What did he do? You can imagine the, the kind of anger that boiled in a man that, make, that made him to beat a man to death. You thought it was only anger that time. Do you remember again? Moses, come up to the mountain and be there. And he was there 40 days, 40 nights. And the Lord was communing with him, writing everything that he was communicating to him on the two tablets of stone. He handed the two tablets to Moses. And after 40 days, the Lord said, the people whom you brought, see what they are doing. They have chosen for themselves another God. Do you remember, do you know that everything that we comfort those people was already in the, in the, in the tablet that God gave to him. He said, go and teach my people. But when Moses got there, you know Moses was a stammerer. 
Before he knew it, he broke the two tablets. The golden calf that they have made, for you to know that hunger, when you meet an odd-tempered man, it's not something that happens in one minute. Too. He took the golden calf, broke the thing to pieces, ground into powder, mixed water with it, and began to give them to drink. You must drink it. You must drink it. Anger. After that, his eyes became opened. And the Lord said, come up again. Hunger. Lord, we make you to spend unnecessary time. Hunger would, Lord, will delay you. He will peg your progress. If you don't separate with Lord on time. Here was a man that God has chosen to be an agent for global transformation. But due to anger, he has to go and spend another 40 days. And while he was coming this time around, God said, "Mm -mm, you have to chisel for yourself two tablets of stone. Do you see how you waste energy unnecessarily? How did Moses get disqualified from getting to the promised land? It was this lot. This lot was just moving about with him. Followed him to Kashbania. The people were thirsty and as, as usual. They never knew how to pray but to grumble. They never knew how to pray but to grumble, to murmur, to criticize. I know we have several people like that. We never one day appreciate anything. It is only when there is crisis, when things are not going the way they like. You see them talk. And when they talk, it's to pull you down. If you don't separate from Lot, Lot will use those ones to unplug you from the purpose of God for your life. God said, Moses, I've given you the law. Speak to the rock. The man of God did not know in annoyance again. Instead of speaking to the rock, he began to speak to the people. And the Bible said, he lifted up his hand, lifted up the rock, I mean the, the, the rod, and struck the rock twice. Water gushed out. People drank, and their cattle also drank. But they never knew that that breakthrough was a breakdown for the man of God. God now said, because you chose to dishonor me before these people, I swear, that land that you are seeing, you will not get there. Do you see what Lot could do? For Achan, it was greed. Greed and love for, I mean, lust for material possessions. He said, I saw and I coveted. And I took and hid them. 
You know what that brought to him? Not only to him, to his wife, to his children, and to every member of his family. Lord. What about, Ab what about David? The lot that was going about with David was lost for women. Lost for women. He wanted to marry the king's daughter. And the king said, all you need to do eh, for the bride price, just give me 100 foreskin of the Philistines. And this man broke into the camp of the Philistines. He came back with what? 200 foreskin of Philistines. Ah! Where did he, where has he ever read in the scripture? Or who has ever told him that if you want to pay bride price, that is how you risk your life on account of a woman? Do you know what it means? He broke into the camp of the Philistines. He killed all their men and removed their foreskin. I remember that woman was not given to him. Do you remember the other time when Naba died? The, con the first condolence message that King David would send to Abigail, come and be my wife. If you want to know how many, how many, how many wives David had, then you need to know how many sons he had. And that was not enough. At the time that the king supposed to be at battle, where was he? He was at the at the, at the, at the comfort of the, of, the, of the king's palace. And he saw this beautiful woman that was bathing. A poor woman who could not afford to have a bathroom inside the house. Lord, we make you to do what is very, very, very irresponsible. Do you know that Bathsheba was the granddaughter of the friend of, of David, Aitofen? How many men in our days, that God has destined to live long. That God has destined to affect generations, to affect nations of the world, but on account of women. Like, like, like Samson, they poured out the grace of God upon the Delilah's lap. What about King Uzziah? In Second Chronicles 26, here was a man, here was a king that was marvelously helped by the Lord. The Lord, you know, blessed him with all kinds of wisdom. He was able to do a lot of things. In his time, there was agricultural revolution in Judah. There was industrial revolution in Judah. Even in the, in the military, there was a great transformation. There was no sector of the economy. There was no sector of the, of the government system of Judah that was not affected. In verse 16 of 2 Chronicles 26, the Bible says, when Uzziah became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Excuse me, whose responsibility is to burn incense? The priest. Just because you've been promoted, you now have more change in your pocket more than your husband. That does not make you to become the head of the family. Occupy your place. Know your boundary. 
no matter the level of your giftedness, no matter the level of your prosperity, know your boundary. Do you see what is happening in the U.S. now? When the water left the boundary, what happened? Causing destruction. The moment a man oversteps his boundary, all that you could cause is death and destruction. Don't destroy your home. Don't destroy your business. Don't destroy this church. Know your boundary. Don't let pride lead to your downfall. You know, the priest was still begging him. King, ah, abomination. What do you you mean? He became angry. The Bible says he became furious. He has forgotten that the anger of a man does not work the righteousness of, of God. Because he refused, he entered into the holy place. He came out an unclean man. He entered into the holy place. He came out an unclean man. The Lord struck him with leprosy. Even before they asked him to go out, what did he do? He hurried himself out of that place. Because if he should stay a second, death is the next thing. That was how he died. He died a leper. That also robbed him the privilege to be buried in the graveyard of the kings. What about Peter? Self-righteousness and self-confidence. Even when my Lord Jesus was telling him, the one who knew him inside out, he said, Peter, Satan has decided to have you and to sift you like wheat. Satan has decided to rubbish you. Say, no, 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 no. That cannot be. We know what we are doing. We know what we are doing. If everybody scatters, everybody moves away, I will be with you. Say, okay. But I tell you, three times you will deny me. What about Judas? The love of money. Love of money made him to lose his place in this ministry. I ask you, what is your own lot? There is a purpose God has for you. God did not bring you into the light just to waste your time and to render you useless. Is that through you, all the peoples on earth Do you know that the plans and the purpose of God for your life transcend that your small business that is making you to think that you have arrived? No, 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 no. Is that you may become agent of global transformation. But for Lot, that is moving about with you, that will be difficult, if not impossible. What do you need to do? Do exactly what Abraham did. I now know that you are not the kind of person I think you are. I now know that you are not a friend. I now know that you have no benefits to add to my life but to reduce me. Let's separate. 
And that is what the cross is meant for. The cross of Jesus was lifted so that you can be delivered from your lot if you can look up to the cross. Peter looked to Jesus. He wept bitterly and the Lord restored him. Judas couldn't do that. He's lost and lost forever because of the lot that was going with him. Bow your heads. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org. We look forward to having you back next week.